Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, let me lay you down on the carpet when I come round Try to get to you as quick as possible. But be- 
before we go any further, we want to unmute all both of our co-hosts. Actually, one, two, three, three, one, two, three, four of our co-hosts. And we want to start on Miss Blue Bitch since you've been waiting so long. Say what's up to the people. Good evening, everyone. How are you all this evening? Hey, what's up? Uh, That's Cornelius. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And the other motherfucker that's on the line. Are you finding me? Exactly. You gotta work it out, text bitch. Okay. <laughs> I don't see nobody's mama. I guess I better say hello. I'd have been, I'd rather been beloved when you should have said, "Hey, Father Packer." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! We got everybody that's, that's part of the criminal team. tonight. I'm talking trash back. Then shut the fuck up. Anyway, we got everybody on the criminal entertainment team on the line tonight except for Special K, who is actually on Family Reunion. So, this Family Reunion. Come on, sing the song. Okay. Everybody on time tonight. This is a rare occasion. I said, let me turn this song off. Shit. They might hang up. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, before we go any further, y'all, let me tell you about my work day. Today, it was just like 4 o'clock, and I'm just like, I'm so ready to go home. And then 4.50 came along. Now, I'm get off at 5 o'clock now. Why did I get cussed out by a fucking deaf bitch? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me let me go ahead and put my disclaimer out there real quick. You know, I don't I don't bash anybody, you know, for their you know, their disabilities or whatever, but there I tell you when I tell you this bitch cussed me out, she cussed me out. She came up into the place of establishment and said, Okay, and I'm like, okay, I don't understand. Her boyfriend was with her, and he was just like, okay, he does not understand you. And he's telling her this, and she's looking at him, she's looking at me, and throws the mobile device upon the desk. So I'm like, okay. So I asked him, I said, well, what is the problem? You know, mind you, I'm ready to fucking go, goddammit. You know, but I decided to do the right thing and just help the next person. Let me go ahead and help this person, you know. You should have gave her one universal sign language. Let me tell you. One finger, universal. Everybody understands. Wait, 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 wait. She threw the mobile device upon the table, and I looked at her, and I looked at him, and he was like, okay, well, she forgot her password. I said, I am so sorry. But because of confidentialities, we do not know the password to your sidekick. So I was like, okay. And he was just like, he does not know your password. You need to work it out. So then the bitch decides that she wants to start talking about her bill. She goes into her pocketbook and start pulling out all kinds of papers. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at her, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? You know, so I'm just like, okay, just keep it cool, keep it calm. So she starts throwing the bills at me, and she's like, and then I'm like, okay, I'll get off the 
<laughs> fucking up. You know, I'm, I, I don't mean no harm, but at this point, it's like, what the fuck ever? What the fuck is going on in this economy that people are acting like, what the fuck, duh? So I start going through her account, and I show her, you know, when she made her last, well, actually, I gave her a piece of paper first, and she told me about how blah, 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 had get, wrote a check to blah, 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 and they had paid the phone bill. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm looking, and I'm showing her the June and July payment. I was like, well, August we don't have, and she starts la, 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 at me, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So... I'm just like, okay, calm down. It's not that serious, Merlo. It's not that serious. Okay, you're about to go home. Fuck her, fuck him, and everybody else that's listening. So, so basically, <laughs> you know, she wrote it down, and then she was just like, so-and-so made payment, and you need to fix it, and you need to find it. And so I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? I'm showing you what we have. You have to wait. And right. so he's looking at me, and she's looking at me, and I told him, I said, could you please tell her she has to wait? So he told her, he was like, well, you know, are you not listening to him? And I'm like, this bitch is deaf. How the fuck can she <laughs> listen to what the fuck I'm saying? Well, she can read your lips, Because I gave her the pen and paper. The bitch snatched the pen out of my hand and threw the pen back upon the desk. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Now you have gone somewhere else. God so, bless you, because I would have clocked out at that moment and walked No, 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 no. I, 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 I held on. I held on. I held on now. Hey, Corny, hold on, my love. I feel bad for him, because when he reports to blah, blah, blah tomorrow, it's going to be a gang of gay death students waiting right here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I said, okay, well, fine, all right, whatever. So my manager came out there and was like, and he just saw the whole transaction, so he was like, give me a piece of paper. I said, the bitch ain't going to write to you, and I literally said the word bitch, and at that point I was done. So she... Looked at me, she looked at him, and she told me to shut up, basically. She put her hand <laughs> in my face like, shut the fuck up, and was like, oh, <laughs> And so he was like, okay. And he looking at the boyfriend like, could you please help us here? So the boyfriend starts fussing at the girl and was like, they don't understand you. You need to write. So she picks up the paper and the pen and throws it at him. And it's like, okay, what the fuck do you do at this point? You know, she's not cooperating with us. Why well, she don't have you cooperate with him? What? Well, she don't have time I felt sorry for the bitch at first. I was like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and give you this shit, and I don't give a fuck what the fuck happens as long as it gets you the fuck up out of here. But the bitch had a rude-ass attitude, and that's why you need to be careful of who you have an attitude with, and you need to be very careful of who you're dealing with. When you're going into a place of business to get service, you need to be nice to these people. They will spit in your shit, they will cut your shit, and they will... To your ass. You need to be very careful. Okay? That's why her ass still walked out with no cell phone service, no working phone, and no service at all. And still the bill was unpaid. Bitch, you could have got some goddamn credit, but you fucked that shit up too. Okay. 
You know, I mean, granted they make their noises or whatever, but well, God damn, by the time I get home, I be doing the same fucking shit. Be like, okay, Don, yeah. <laughs> Word of <laughs> talk to us, God damn it. And I'll be, you out there probably cussing each other out all day. Oh, you will be here. You will be here. No sound. You be here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Once again, everybody, we want to welcome you to Verbal Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where you can actually go to our website and log in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash F-O-M-E-R-L-O-T dot, oh, that's it, basically. And then we have our new website, I'm sorry, I'm speaking ahead of myself, which is www.F-O-M-E-R-L-O-T.com. That's what I was trying to say. So we have the Blog Talk Radio site. We have our own radio site now. And basically, if you want to email any one of our co-hosts or hosts, basically, you just simply click the link or whatever and chat your shit, and they will get your message, and we will get it done. Not to mention, we are on a couple of other sites as well for Merlot Entertainment. We're on YouTube. We're on some quick site. I got to give you all that shit later. We'll whatever, whatever, whatever. But we do have a call on the line. Oh, yeah, we're on Twitter, too. Tweet, 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 tweet. Type in the link on Facebook for your friends so that it's tweet. Type it in. Tweet. 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 Okay. <laughs> we do have a caller that's on the line. Caller number, uh, let's see, what's this number? Five two six five. If you have something that you want to say, go ahead and say what's up. If you don't want to talk, let us know, and we will barely meet you. I know you know your last four phone numbers now. Call a number. Five two six five. Say what's up, or just say I'm listening. Ooh. My next caller's phone is having technical difficulties. Well, maybe they have their phone in mute, so we're going to go ahead and mute them back, but we thank you for calling anyway to Firmula Entertainment. Go ahead, Blue Bitch, with your topic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today's topic is going to be birth control. Now, this hmm. is the way that the story was put to me, okay? Um, someone that works in a pharmacy somewhere in the world told me that a woman, probably in her late 30s, she was married. Her and her husband came into the pharmacy to fill a prescription for Depo. The prescription was for their 11-year-old daughter that had just lost her virginity. They had just left the doctor's office, and the doctor wrote the prescription. First things first, they have three children. One is 16 and pregnant. The other one is 15 and fucking. And the last one is 11 and just lost her virginity. The mother took her to the doctor. Doctor writes the prescription. The mother just took the prescription and ran to get it filled. The father was walking around the store aimlessly like, la, 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 don't have a fucking clue. Now, something is wrong with that picture, first of all, that you have three children all under, you know, 16 and under that's fucking, one of them knocked up and all three of them fucking. That, that's already a problem in itself. But the risks that go along with Depo regularly for an adult can be high, much less for an 11-year-old child. So what I want to know is how do you all feel about 
the situation as far as the mother not even really inquiring anything about the doctor, you know, and the order the doctor wrote, the way that these parents are raising their children, and how do you feel about this 11-year-old girl having sex and going on like this very high prescription drug for birth control? Because it really disturbed me. And, I mean, like, I, I, I got some opinions on Facebook, but I need you guys to tell me how you feel as well because it's, it's disturbing. That's a problem. Um, It's the parent's choice. That's all I got to say. Okay. Not only how how do you how do you feel about the way the parents are raising their children and the decision they made, but also how do you feel about the situation? And if that was your child, what would you do? Um, this is my child's choice to be on birth control. All I got to do is hope and pray that she's or he's using condoms. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's up to them. It's up to them. At, uh, at 11 years old, I would suspect she's following in her older sister's footsteps because what she sees them do, she's going to do herself. What she thinks they're doing is right, she's going to think that's correct herself. Another thing is I could speak for myself because I am a teenage mother. Um, it's, it's how the parents, and my mother did sit down and talk to me, but it's what I chose to do. I chose to be sexing at 13. I chose it. I felt that it was my time, and I felt it was right. Maybe I was wrong. I don't condone teenage pregnancy. I don't condone any of it. But for that person, it's when you think your time is right. For that female, for that male, it's it's when you think that time is right. And if you feel as though your time is 10, 11, then unfortunately, that's what it is. Now, me, I'm happy as hell my daughter did not wait. She could. She waited until she was grown before she started having sex. I'm happy as hell. Happy as hell that she waited until she was 21 before she finally got pregnant. Excuse me? Well, 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 let me tell you about this movie that I was watching today, this morning before I went to work, and it was about a 13-year-old, I mean, we're talking about teenage pregnancy here, so and 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 birth control. So, this particular person was from the Middle East. Her father was from the Middle East, and her mother was from the Middle East. And they came no, here. No, she was not from the Middle East. The mother was white. Oh, well, the movie is called Towelhead. Continue. Well, oh, I remember that Towelhead. Yeah. Well, tell us the story then, since I'm fucked up. No, no, no. <laughs> you can tell the story. The girl was, no, no. She was Lebanese American. Okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead, yeah, you tell the rest of the story. Which go ahead, Briss. You tell the story, Merlot. Go ahead, Briss. Go ahead, Merlot. I just corrected you. Okay? Because <laughs> if you're going to tell a story about a movie, you need to tell it right. Go ahead. Well, I was not quite myself this morning. Don't make me cut you up, bitch. Shut the fuck up now. You ain't going to just tell you shut the fuck up because like you said, trying to correct me. Oh, God. Disclaimer, disclaimer, everyone that's listening, please forgive us for acting out. We're sorry. Never, 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 never,
back to the movie. So okay. basically, uh, the mother had left, or the 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 daughter. What the fuck? The mother had split away from the father, and the mother was allowing the the the, the boyfriend. Come on, Bruce, help me. If I wanted to talk about Cowhead, then I would have talked about Cowhead, okay? But anyway, what happened in Cowhead was, are you you telling it? Yes, the girl was a 13-year-old Lebanese-American girl. The mother was white, the father was Lebanese. He was a very, very strict Lebanese man. The mother Mm -hmm. left them, and the little girl, you know, basically she wanted to experiment with sex. And she started experimenting with the neighbor who raped her. Uh-huh. And she didn't know that it was rape until, like, God. She read the book. She read, where she, read, she read that book that the that neighbor book, gave her. It was, like, so long after the fact. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, Marlena, okay, continue to where your story is going. My bad. Anyway, we have a caller. The caller has something that they want to say. So, once again, caller number 5265. Say what's up. Uh, okay. I'm about to beat this bitch with a bat and spoon, bitch. If you don't oh, say something, I, you just... Hello? 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 Nine two nine five, not six five. That threw me all off. Five two six five. Go ahead. Shit. Oh, anyways, I just wanted to say that um, I think it's unfair to um, try to judge the parents when kids are out doing things that they have no business doing. And I'm not. I mean, I just want to point out that most of the time when kids are doing things that they know they shouldn't be doing, they're doing it behind their parents' back, which kind of shows that they're not just, like, always thrown it in their parents' face. It's, it's one thing to me, I guess, when you have parents who are trying to be their kids' friends, but it seems like these parents here are just trying to be precautionary because they already dealt with it once and they don't want to go through it again. Mm. You, know, you know what? I can agree to an extent, but at some point in this day and age, parents know what their kids doing. They just want to live their old fucked-up lives. To not Ooh. even care and close a blind eye. They'd rather be out smoking the weed at the club, at the go-go, doing what they do, while their kids at home doing whatever they do. That's what it is. Because you got, nowadays, you got babies raising babies. These kids see so much today that it's not even funny. But see, back in the day, you know, you can get your ass whooped all the way down the street. But wait, that's not even like a hundred percent true because I know, like in my family alone, it was the older generations that were having kids when they were young. My grandmother was the one having babies at thirteen, and and my aunts and then her sisters, they, they were the ones having the babies young. We grow grew up, and we were making sure we weren't having kids young. You know, so I think it it also has to it it has a lot to do with what it is you've gone through in life or what you see every day. Now, this is these two parents. I don't know them. I don't know them from a hole in the wall. But <laughs> to say like that, they're just having a blind eye to what's going on. It doesn't seem like to me it's a blind eye if they're going out of their way to make sure. Look, you know, if you're gonna do this, I want you to be protected. I don't want you to end up like your sister or end up having to have a baby at a young age because you aren't being. Usually, a eleven year old wouldn't be use protection, you know, they would be more, you know, gullible to not use protection. Right, and they'd be more able to be influenced not to do it. Like, you know, a lot right. of 
And you know what? I, I it's an eleven year old in in my house right now, soon to be twelve. And so fuck you. And she doesn't even know the difference between right and wrong touches. So if a boy touch her wrongly, she don't know that she's getting touched wrongly. She should know so that. But right, that's something. At eleven, you should know that. You should know that. Yeah, that's she true. doesn't. She doesn't. And I'm trying to teach her and to for her to be aware, but she doesn't. And I know exactly what you mean. Like, my little sister, I, I mean, she means the world to me. And she just, she's 11. She'll be 12 next year. And right now, um, you know, she still, like, she still thinks boys are nasty. And she still isn't into them like that. But but I still want her to know what to expect. Like, Poor thing. No, that's good. I, I, I know that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter sometimes how you feel about a person. It's about what they're willing to do to get what they want from you. And I want her to be above and beyond and know, look, guys will talk to you. They start young. They start young. Mm-hmm. They like you fresh and young. And so it's good to put the bug in their ear, but I don't think it's, at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair to judge the parents all the time when children do things that that they shouldn't do or that they that that's wrong or bad or whatever. Until hold on, wait a minute. Why did it take until the eleven year old? You already have two other kids. Okay. Well, basically, I'm not done yet. Let me finish. Why did it take until the third child, the 11-year-old, for you to decide to put all of them on birth control? When the 16-year-old got pregnant, you knew the 15-year-old was fucking. Well, you should have started with the 15-year-old and then worked your way down. Not wait till the third one started fucking. What if the third one had got pregnant too? Then what? But wait. Now, you think about what so, you just so said about it being the last, you know, just the last baby, okay? You got to think about it. But wait, are you sure the 15-year-old isn't on birth control? Okay, it's too much going on. Come on, come on then, y'all. Come on, work together. Did you say candy? That is not candy. That's text message, bitches. That's breast. Well, I remember when I was 13 and saw sex, and my mother sure did put me on birth control pills. I chose not to take them. I said, fuck the pills. I chose not to take them. I can't hear. I cannot hear. I told y'all too much going on. Well, meet the damn lines. Huh? One person speak. My mother mother took me herself when she found out I was sexing, and she found out because my cousin snitched on me. She took me immediately to the OBGYN and had them put me on birth control pills. It was my choice not to take those pills. I said, fuck the damn pills. And that's Did you get a checkup as well? Oh, yeah, I got a checkup. That's part, 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 part of the reason why she took you. You can't yeah, do it by yourself at that age. Oh, no, you had to. She had to because I was sexy. And also, once I got pregnant, she had to be at the first, um, at the first, you know, clinic appointment I had because I was still underage. And so I'm at home because after I had my lost my first baby at 14, I was like, mm-mm, because she's going to try to make me get rid of I didn't come back home until after it was too late to get rid of the second baby. Mm-mm. And my daughter is kicking in well today, 24. Hey, boo. That was her on my other line. I ignored her so I can talk on the show. Okay. Uh, we have our other co-host on the line. What's up, baby? 
Oh. Five four five one. You are on the line. I'm telling y'all, y'all really need to get these new these new phones worked out because this shit is not working. Okay, so we're gonna put your ass back on mute. We thank you for calling, and I will try you again. We're gonna let you introduce yourself. So go ahead, everybody. Hmm. Quiet. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. But that's the whole thing, right? It goes deeper than just the birth control. I mean, the birth control does lead to something. I understand it's a pro and a con to it. You know what I mean? The pro is you're trying to make sure that your child is being protected, blah, 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 because there are a million diseases out there from A to Z, even stuff that these kids don't have the faintest clue about. You know, a baby... It's a bad thing, but then again, at the same time, a baby could be a blessing. You know what I mean? You can deal with a baby, but there's certain things that you could get that you can't get rid of. That That's going to be a lot harder to deal with. And some people, you know, your family might be there for you. Mommy might be there for you. You might have the baby, and mommy's there for you. She can handle that. But suppose you come home and say, Mommy, I got HIV at 11 years old. Or mommy, wow. I got so mommy, I got herpes at eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Your mother might break down and not be able to take care of you, not be able to help you. You know what I mean? So that's why it goes back to the parent because okay, yeah, your child might do stuff behind your back. What kid doesn't? But as a parent, you have a responsibility to your children and to yourself to make sure that your child is educated. Your child is eleven. We know that they getting younger and younger. They maturing younger and younger. You got to make sure that your kid knows, look, this is what it is. If somebody touches you inappropriately, you teach them that when they're young, when they're children. As they get older, you teach them more in depth about things. But when it's time for that birds and the bees talk, nine, I mean, you got to go down to nine years old now. Little girls get their periods at nine. They start, some of them can start mm-hmm. growing breasts at 11, uh, at seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're getting younger and younger. You got to make sure that. You don't have to be vulgar with it, but it's a way, a tactical way to do everything. You have to educate your children. And this thing with the way that it was explained to me about the father, like, just walking around aimlessly, like, la, 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 oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. There's a lot of men out there like that. But I know some really good men that know how to talk to their kids, that don't have a problem talking to their kids. And more men need to be educated like that to the point where they can talk to their children because you can't, if you're in a family, a husband-wife family, it should be a team thing. You should both be able to talk to your children because suppose your child might be close to mommy but not comfortable enough to go to mommy and talk to mommy. Your child might be more comfortable coming to you to talk to you about things. And as a man, if you can't open up and sit down and talk to your daughter, guess where the fuck she's going to go? She's going to go out in the street and going to be in the arms of a man and somebody else or a woman that she feels comfort in. Then what, what leads from there? It goes from discomfort into something else. We all have a responsibility. When we were growing up, in our damn time, it took a fucking village. Where the hell did the village go? The village has fallen, and half of the village has passed away. I think that that a lot of parents are scared now to even get involved because you got child abuse, you got this, you got that. Somebody's always in your ear. So I think that it's not an excuse. I think that we need to be more proactive so that these things don't happen. 
But then at the end of the day, I mean, the children are going to do it anyway. I think that if we give them an opportunity or open door to come to us when they need to, I mean, because my mom was open with everything, and that worked for me, but it doesn't work for everybody, you know. So I could come to her openly and talk to her about anything, and she would sit me down and talk. Now, well, that's not everybody's not family. Next. Right, but there are boys out there that still need to have that talk regardless. I mean, that these are the people that are impregnating the girls as well. Okay. You know, so we talk about the females a lot, but it is the boys as well who need to have that same talk. You know, it's taught that it's taught that we, sh- you know, the men should be, you know, those the the people that or the the uh, guys that are out there having sex with as many women as they want to, and that's accepted. But we're not talking to them and teaching them that that's not the way it's supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? And even then, I said birth control, but I should have made the topic a little broader, I guess. Not just birth control, because it's it's more of birth control for, quote-unquote, say, straight couples or bisexual couples, women getting pregnant, but protection, period. Some form of protection, because your child... No matter if they're gay or straight or whatever, if they're having sex, they need to be protected. Even as an adult, and there are a lot of adults out there that don't use protection, so even as an adult, you should still stay protected. Mm. You're not with somebody monogamous that you don't know their status, you should be protected. Definitely. Honestly, if a lot of stuff don't change on TV, <laughs> we ain't going to make it nowhere. I think TV helps as well. Yes, it does. Especially these cartoons. I mean, you know, little Brick, you know me. I got a bag full of fucking condoms. Sometimes I go out on the People come to my mm-hmm. house. I'm like, here you go. Here you go. My boy be looking at me like, well, damn. Look, safe sex, boo, safe sex. I have a partner that I'm committed to. I know my partner's test status, and he knows mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do you know who you sleeping with? And we, yeah. we've we all been guilty, okay? The majority of the people out here, whether it's on this show or out here, many people are guilty of sleeping with at least one person once upon a time without protection. I don't That's do that. that. So. I'm not saying everybody, but there's there like, <laughs> there there people that have caught diseases, whether or not they were quickly curable or not. It, chlamydia yeah. is the widest spread disease. The right. common, the most commonly widespread disease across the U.S. besides HIV and AIDS. You know how many people out here, they get chlamydia, and a lot of young people aren't educated enough sometimes to even know what the true signs and symptoms of it are. They might even think, oh, it's just a simple UTI. Girl, mm-hmm. drink some cranberry juice, drink some water. And they're not talking. They don't feel comfortable talking to nobody, so they keep it to themselves, or they just tell their friends. They don't have a shoulder to lean on. And then what happens later on down the line? They can't get pregnant. They can't have a baby. You done became sterile. And if they out here fucking these dudes, they can make the dudes sterile too or vice versa. It's a lot of stuff that people are not educated on. And people think this is controversial talking about sex in school, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. Where where the hell do they be at most of the time? We be at work. So where do the kids be at? They be in school. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm sorry, if you're not learning it at home, you need to learn it somewhere. They need to teach it. They need to have a strict sex ed curriculum. You don't have to get nasty or down and dirty, but you need to let them know. Use protection. These are the diseases. Show them the fucking pictures. This is what happens. When you believe in abortion or not, you still need to see the pictures. You still need to see what happens to the baby when you kill it. 
Well, the big wow. picture is some parents are totally petrified to, talk to, to, their children, to talk to their children about sex and birth control. Some people don't even know how to approach their kids. They need to be scared into learning. About they need to be what? Scared into learning. Wow. But I'm glad my but mother you know what? There are so many other places that these parents can go if they're not comfortable, and they really need to seek these these places out that they can be comfortable in that setting to talk to their kids. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it truly is their responsibility, and that's the end of it. I'm you know, to at least open that door and communicate with them about it. I'm glad my mother wasn't one of the ones, and she made us talk to our uncles and from a male point of view, too, because she had, like, my uncles with her so we could hear both sides of the story because she set us all down since we was at closer age, me, my sister, and my brother before he passed away. So we knew what we was getting into, and I think she told us that we was like nine, seven, and eight about sex. So when I knew at 13 that when my baby father broke me in, I felt like it was the right thing to do. I felt like I was ready for that stage in my life. Some girls don't feel that way. I'm glad when I sat down and talked to my daughter, we were able to talk about it. Because when she came to me at 16, you know, because some kids today don't know the difference between homosexuality and being straight. When she came to me at 16, told my mom, I think I'm gay. I said, well, sweetie, I expect you to come back to me when you're 18 and we can have the same conversation. And if you're still gay then, then, hey, I will love you no less. Some people are very scared to talk to their children. I've always been able to, I guess because I had her, I got pregnant with her at 15, had her when I was 16. We could talk because my mother and my aunts and uncles always talk to us, even my grandmother. My grandmother sat down and told us, as a woman, you are supposed to, what did she say, inspect the penis. If it don't even look right, she said a vulgar word, but she said inspect it. Get a magnifying glass and inspect it. If it don't look right, don't touch it. <laughs> Like that, what? 
You did what? On national TV. You are not the father. You are not the father. Number <laughs> 10, you are not the father. Number 20, you are not the father. Damn, how could it be fucking? One girl had 42 men and wasn't none of them the father. And, and the whole bottom line is you knew you was the town slut. Hmm. You've been scorned since you was nine. You knew you were scorned everybody from the skateboard rider to the taxi cab man. Don't oh. take the men on more public school. Just just raise your child the best way you can. Call the number five four five one. You still are unmuted. Say what's up. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, she made it. The proud oh, bitch of the you. south. I've called. I've been on the phone for the last since y'all started that too long ago. Why didn't you speak, bitch? I was talking and nobody was hearing me. Oh, what's up? I kept hearing the background. I was like, I couldn't hear her. Tell the people who you are. This is special K, y'all. Y'all lines are locked up, so that room must be full because can't nobody else get in. Oh, well, somebody trying to call? Yeah, a lot of people were calling and they couldn't get through. Oh, we so sorry. Oh, sorry. Y'all always go online. Catch us online. <laughs> I heard y'all topic, and y'all are so right. That was an interesting topic because um, it's so funny because my mom, when I was in the seventh grade, she came to me and was like, if you feel like you want to go out there and get in the bed with a boy, huh, you let me know so I can put you on something and give you some prophylactic. I'm going to turn them lights off. Uh-huh. And so I said, you turn that on. I said, no, Mommy, no, I don't want to. I'm not ready for all that. And then, bam, ninth grade, she come back and said, you feel like you're frog and you want to hump because you're walking kind of funny. <laughs> you come back and you tell me because you got a gap when you had no gap, so I know you're doing oh. something. She said, so you come back and tell me because if you get pregnant, you know, ain't no babies coming up in here. We're going to have to <laughs> Show enough, she goes, and she, I say, Dom, I tell my brother, Ooh. he said, don't cry now, nigga, you caught. And I say, I'm something wrong. He said, uh-huh, so I'm going to tell you how my mother is. She tell us, y'all go ahead and sleep late, because I'm going to take you shopping, and I'm going to drop you off at school after you go shopping. I say, okay. She get up, get up, go. I got real jiggy, got dressed all. We going to the mall, give me some new clothes. We go to the clinic. Mm. <laughs> get to the clinic, we write this check for $15, y'all. She said, you got to pee in a cup. I said, I ain't got to pee. She said, you going to pee for $15 a day. I said, but I ain't got to. She said, drink some water. I said, I ain't thirsty. She said, you thirsty. I said, no, I ain't. She said, yes, yeah, she is. I said, no, I ain't thirsty. You going to drink some water. I drank some water. After a while, she said, for an hour, I had to pee. Something horrible. She watching me shaking from side to side. She said, go pee. I said, I don't got to pee. She said, you're lying. I ain't got to pee. Said, go pee. And back then in my days, because I'm kind of old now, they tell you to call the number at 4 o'clock and it will tell you your results. <laughs> well, well, she dropped me off at school, y'all. I'm at school. I'm talking to my brother. I'm like, Lord Merlot, Mama set me up, yo. He's like, well, you all right. I said, uh-huh. He said, don't cry now, nigga. And we get home. I call the little number. She said, why don't you call that number? There's a ticket they gave you at that doctor's office where you had to pee. She said, I'm going to pick up the phone in my room. Why she had me call it from the living room, y'all? I call the number, put the little code in. It said, the person for this number is 
positive. You are pregnant. You need to consult. I don't know what else it said because I ran out the front door. And next thing I knew, I was like, I ain't going back home no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hauled ass. She said, she comes to the front door. She said, you ain't got to run now. I knew you was knocked up because you couldn't keep nothing down. You smell food, you get the cake. <laughs> on the spoon. I go stay at my boyfriend's house because I said, you know what? She's going to kill me. Why she come knock on the door, y'all? Mama ain't no joke. She said, huh? She said, I know y'all in there, but you tell your mama to come to the door, little boy. <laughs> His mama come to the door. She said, what we going to do? Because she just knocked up, and I ain't having no babies, and she going to college. So you tell me what we going to do. So the boy mama said, we got money. We don't need your help. That baby going to be fine. My mama said, B, I got money, too. That ain't the issue. The issue is she ain't ready. And he ain't ready neither. Because if they was ready, they'd been putting on something and they'd been using something. So I say, ooh, I'm not going home because she's going to kill me. Because <laughs> I, I was adamant about that, y'all. I get home. She said, no, nah, I ain't going to kill you. I'm going to let you suffer. Every day I suffered. I threw up. I couldn't eat. I was miserable. Every day I had to go to school. Every day That's we ate hot don't drown us in your misery. Anyway, we want to welcome each and everybody. Welcome back to Furmalone Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio. We're your host, is Laura Merlot, and we have on the line this text message, Mrs. Special K. We have Brisk, we have Blue, and we have a special caller as well as Cornelius. Uh, caller number 5265, are you still with us? Yes. You are? Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, bitch, speak, goddammit, because if you're not with us, we have other people that are trying to call, goddammit. Let their answers talk. Who are Hello. you? This is Trey. Oh, hi. okay. Hi. Hi. Um, I, hi. <laughs> I wanted to um, ask a question because I remember a point being made about how parents are afraid to talk to their children about it. But I wanted to point out that a lot of times nowadays um, parents, aren't around as much, and we have the brothers and sisters and siblings are the ones who are always who are kind of raising their, their brothers and sisters and have to with them all the time. So right. you see, you know, younger kids around, you know, you have the 11-year-old hanging out with the 17- and 18-year-old. Of course that's a problem because what 17- and 18-year-olds are doing, an 11-year-old shouldn't be around that, you know. So when that's the idea, when you know that's the case in a lot of households nowadays, um, who who then do you do you look to to say you know what you should have been around or you should have did this when this parent wasn't around because they were working or they were trying to provide for their family and they were single and they were trying to do it on their own so so how do you look at it in that sense and that's kind of like a just general question for everyone. Come on, females, work it out. I mean, I know, I know personally. Okay, go ahead. Was that our cue to say something? Yes. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Come on, females, work it out." I was just sitting here patiently. Females. <laughs> well, I can agree with what she said because these days, parents on the ground. Like, I think I brought that up earlier today. Oh, I was doing something other than taking care of the kids, and somebody else is left to raise the children. But um, just hope that they are getting the information that they need and 
him develop it to not having to have sex at an early age, thinking that they are being, you know, growing up too fast or looking for love in all the wrong places. Because most of the time, that's exactly what it is. Because he tell you he loves you, so you falling for the okie doke. It's okay to be in love as a teenager, but keep it at a minimum, kids. Keep it at a minimum. Keep it in your pants because you're really not ready. Again, I don't condone teenage pregnancy. Um, mm-mm, but unfortunately, it's a lot of it going around. And so, strap I mean, up, strap up, pop your pills, pop four of them. With three condoms. <laughs> I mean, too much stuff out here. Too much stuff. Okay, okay. Um, this caller number, we have actually become to an end of the show. We want to thank you for calling and pray. Do you have a quick shout out that you would like to give? Hello? Yeah. We're having difficulty hearing you, honey. I mean, I hear you coming back. Right. Is he saying Trey? Trey, do you have a quick shout-out? Yeah, he shout would tell out? me to give a shout-out. Oh, oh, no, I just, that was all. I'm good. <laughs> Sorry. All right, baby. Well, we thank you so much for calling in tonight. We definitely want to hear from you again because we actually put across quite a few questions as well as stirred the minds of the co-host, which has yet to be have done in such a long time, so we want to thank you for calling. All right? Okay. Oh, uh, let's see here. Special K, bitch. Go ahead. Everybody, y'all have fun because I'm sure I am, and enjoy your weekend. Thanks, maybe You too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Caller number. Oh, yeah, that's text message. Go ahead. Goodbye, America. Goodbye. <laughs> Pop them up. Keep it in your pants. Love you. Cornelius, go ahead. Everybody have a good weekend. Good night. Right. Good night. Good night. Good night. I'm so fucking tired of you, bitch. You make me so sick. Blue, <laughs> go ahead and give your shout-out and plug your show in. Ladies and gentlemen, internationally, state to state, I know it feels great, but you must remain safe. Come join me on the Lunch with on the Clouds with Dream Show on the 19th from 12 to 12.30 or 1 to 1.45. And please make sure that you come back every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday from 9 to 10 for the Full Merlot Show. We all had a pleasure hearing all you guests tonight. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Sunday. All right. Once again, everybody, I want to thank you for tuning in to Fermal Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio where we talked about you. We talked about your mama. We talked about your cousins, aunties, uncles, and friends, and all, even the deaf people tonight. Uh, we want to thank all of our guest callers for calling in, as well as all of our callers for in, being in attendance tonight. It actually means so, so much to me that even when you are on your vacation that you still found the time to spend it with me and America. 
Uh, we want to go ahead and tell Cornelius your password is reset, so go ahead and do what you need to do, and we're going to leave that alone. But until next time, everybody, also the next show, which will be, what's today, Friday? Sunday will be Brisket Show. Yay, Brisk. Brisk, you need to bring a good topic because that's your shit. Special K is out of town, so, you know, she got to do what she got to do, bitch, while you eating up of those pig beef, chitterlings, hog moths, fat back, and all that other fattening shit in the country, bitch, you think about me because I'm making me a pot of pig beef as we speak. Anyway, everybody, have a good night. Holla. Hey. Damn, Sean. Look at you. Damn, man. It's just me and you got too much ass in them jeans. Come here. Hey, I've been watching you a while now. And I just want to find a way to make you smile now. Why you blushing? Forget about the mother guys now. I know you ain't gonna try and tell me that you shy now. I realize that your beauty could intimidate. Them suckers, she ain't got no business with them anyway. With such a pretty face, big booty, little waistline. I want to grind from behind to the baseline. Have a great time. Pour yourself a shot, girl. Chase it with the lime. Now you're feeling like a hot girl. I know you're probably used to dealing with the wannabes. But honestly, I gotta say, I'm who they wanna be. I promise all I wanna see is you up under me. And we can disappear whenever when you want to leave I can guarantee the ride of your life Any fantasies on your mind We can try on tonight Come on. I'm looking at you like that Yes, I love to hear about your interest. I gotta say your intellect got me impressed. See your panties through your dress like a silhouette. Patron got me thinking sex. Is you feeling that? No disrespect though. A simple yes, no. Ain't let yourself let go. Shout it, let go. Pull up to the crib, get you through the threshold. Kiss you from your pretty lips to your red toes. Time ticking, it's the end of the night. Hey, you can leave with your friend if you like, but I'm saying no. Hey, we can ride out back to my house. I wanna see you satisfied inside out. Once I'm in, you ain't gon' want me to slide out. You tell your girlfriends, they gon' wanna try it out. A little more, this is loosen you up. What we can't do in the club, we can do in the drawing I'm looking at you like that. Hey, would you stay? Could you play with it with your tongue just a little? You're such a sexy individual, physical and mental. And if the sentimental, shouldn't the rules been a little? And let me start at the top, stop in the middle. Use a popsicle, make you shiver, giggle when it's like that. I can talk to you dirty if you like that. I finished one, said a blunt, start right back. I know you told me you a good girl. Michelle, you's a grown woman, not a little girl. You can blame it on the patron of the champagne. But sometimes being bad could be a good thing, you know? I'm looking at you like that. No, no, real. No, I ain't gonna fight. I ain't gonna fight nothing about you. I mean, real talk. 
I mean, we both grown, man. It's somebody that was supposed to do, man, inside with me. I'll tell you what, here, here, man, let me just take this out. Can I kiss you like that? Wanna leave the bar, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.